0: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Unqualified Picture Podcast. My name is Idem Mugodian, the host, and today we're talking about something very serious. Rape. Well, we always talk about serious stuff, but... <laughs> Today is another serious uh, conversation, necessary conversation. So we're talking about rape. Um, so we've been living in this country and not under a rock. <laughs> You've been on social media and you, for the past two to three weeks now. You know what's been happening. Been so, there has been so many, um, there have been so many cases of, you know, rape, rape stories, sexual assault, violent sexual assault, and it's like well, we are trying to deal with. It's like while we are trying to deal with one case, another one comes. Or we are trying to get justice for for Owa for Tina. There's a new one. It's two year old. It's this year old, and it almost feels like there's just so much, so many, so much evil in the world. And there's it, it's been a trigger for a lot of women, for a lot of people. People have been social media, you know, people put posts and say how they've been triggered in the past couple of weeks and they don't know what to do. And for people who have actually been in this type of situation or close to it, it's been reminding them of stuff and waking stuff that they thought they had either buried deep down or that they had dealt with. And I know for me, it has also been triggering and I've kind of just, you know, not wanted to say anything online because I'm like... (sighs) (laughs) <sighs> <laughs> because you, you hear these things and i've had to remind myself many times that i do not work by my feelings i work on my um by faith right so the reason why it's been so particularly triggering for me is i'm a woman in this country i'm one in society who has been raised in or who has been raised and who is living in a society that makes you feel like you are the lesser being and so you are prey to the man and so a man has the right to sort of objectify you, to cut call, to grope you, and in some cases like other forms of sexual uh, harassment and then go a step further and in some cases sexual assault, rape. And so not just not only have I experienced that level and i belong to or uh, now but i also belong to uh the club nobody the wants to belong to and that's a club for people that have, that have been raped so the past couple of weeks have been very triggering I have been dealing with just this many many feelings many many emotions and i've had to remember so many times yes you're a human being yes you're a woman but you're more than that you're also a child of god and you're not Uh, supposed to walk by or live by your feelings which have been very negative lately but also by or more importantly by faith in who you serve and who you're in a relationship with so there's all of that and i've been trying to deal with that personally but then every once in a while a friend will reach out and be like Last one was a guy, like, what do you think about this rape thing? What do you have to say about it? And I'm like, oh, Lord, why? (laughs) I just want to bury my head in the sand and just, you know, move on in my life. and know how to deal with all of these feelings and all these emotions. And then so while having this conversation uh, with this friend, it just felt like there was a sense of hopelessness, like we're realizing you now we're talking about how the justice system has failed us you know many many there have been so many cases of people going to the police reports but nothing really happens especially if the person even if the person doesn't have money because you can see some cases in many cases someone has money in this world then they can just about get away with anything but then there are so many other cases where so it's not even that person has money it's just nobody really wants to believe or cares about someone that has, yeah, um, a, a rape survivor is like the person or survivor, the person comes out and the person is like, I've been raped, and then the first thing because society puts such an unrealistic expectation and demand on the woman, first thing that happens is, What were you wearing? Where were you going? What were you doing? Oh, since you were dead, then uh, you know, maybe you should have you know, done doing better. About <sighs> It's not what she wore what she was doing. It's the person that had such perversion and even in them that did the act, you know. And then there's the case that was on um, online a, a few weeks ago of the lady that was in church. So now you're in the sanctuary of God, right? You should be safe. You should be fine. And then this happens to her. She's violently uh, assaulted. And then... People are saying like, but why is she in church? <laughs> why is she reading in her house? And it's like, are you telling me that there is no place to go to where I can be saved? Yes, um, safe? There's no place where I can be just free of having to think. Because there are also cases that person is in their house. They're like, I'm in my house, right? I'm not looking for anybody's trouble. I'm not outside showing legs or showing breasts. For that to say that I did. But even in your house someone comes in and has this takes this valid um act on your body and when that happens women feel a lot of things. There are some that are just like if you do not deal with the trauma properly, you can you start to feel broken, you start to feel like this is my identity now and nobody will ever love me and, and uh, I'm not wanted and all of those things. So it begs the question, what really is the solution? Because if the justice system, if, if police, none of that has failed us, then is there really a way? Because I mean, I'm mean, a solution-oriented person. Yes, there's a problem, but if you spend so much time talking about the problem, it's almost like, okay, 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 we get it, there's a problem. We've, we've talked about this from left to right, center. Like, we've discussed all of this, but now, how can we find a way out? Because I, I get uncomfortable we are constantly talking about the problem we get it this problem has been here for years we live in a patriarchal society so this is it men have been raised and before you attack me not all men obviously (laughs) but a lot of men have been raised to feel like you know uh they have a right to a woman's body so if a woman doesn't uh answer them when they you know cat call or you talk mm-hmm. to her it's like how dare you don't worry i'll put it down and you'll be the next time i really i don't know if there's such a nice but you get it and then a woman the a woman uh a lot of women always like they pray so every time they're leaving their house men have no idea how many how many prayers that god must hear throughout that day Every time they have to leave their house as they are walking out in the morning they're going to work really early in the morning you're praying god please <laughs> let me just get to work you enter the car you're like okay i'm in the car right nothing can happen but then someone could be grouping you or so it's just we get we understand the problem in all these many um, shapes and form they understand why there is a problem, so now, what is the solution and so, when I was slowly able to move from you know my feelings to faith, it hits me that the only solution, only total solution is God and I know here something like, really, no but really, God is the only solution, and i 'm going to explain why when you become a child of God, right first of all, God is good, there is no evil in him, so <laughs> How do you not want to model live your life after this person and still have evil in that? But even even just to explain further, when you become a child of God, and you become a Christian, when you go into this relationship and you say I'm going to live my life, model that this being that I see I serve and I, I and I follow, you are called a higher standard. So there are many people that do not do certain things because they you know there are consequences. If I rob or kill or all of these things, there's a chance that I could be arrested and I could go to jail. But and so that's why they do it. It's not that like those 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 feelings do not exist or those or they find ways if they can and and then in some cases not they can escape the consequences, then it's all um it's it's free for all. They're going to do whatever they can do because then they can escape it. So obviously consequences cannot always um, help them stay I say sane or civil or whatever. But when you become a Christian, right, your case is different. My case is different. We are called to live by higher standard, higher conduct. And there's this passage in the Bible where God, um, Jesus says, if you look at a woman with lost your heart you've already sinned so you don't even have to go up to her and be like hi touch her or group how anything before you even think before you actually take the steps to do this thing physically to do this thing to take these actions once you have that thought in your head according to jesus you've already seen and so when you realize that our standard is different from the world's standard the world will say the world is almost like a, the world's, should I say, conduct is almost like a reactionary one, where it's like, okay, if you do this, and you get caught, this is what happens, but God is like, before you even think to do it in your head, <laughs> before, you, if, before you, as you are thinking of doing it, you already seen, so, now, what what's the solution, we have to get you to stop even thinking the thoughts, to, to be constantly renewed constantly transformed constantly to change your desires if you used to desire to do bad things before now let's slowly change you until your only desire is just the things that please me and good things and all of that so it really hits me that the only way out of this is good and so now when i see so i'm going to say the solution for um the people that are the act and the people that have been assaulted so now when I see it's almost like all this um, um, recent display of evil whether it's rape it's assault, it's it's it, um, racism that's all this blatant display of evil is has reminded me of how much it's like the earth is desperately crying for child for children of god to wake up and realize that people need to hear this good news you can't just be a christian and keep it in your house or keep it within your family and that's it or keep it within your church member and that's it no it's all these cases have you know renewed something in me i'm like okay i can't just lie down and and just be fine with my own. If if you if you if you if you if you like something, if you love someone, you're online every day, we see people they love someone. The the um this woman and this man um Twitter because they're they're so in love. Really, don't say the name of the person. They're constantly talking about oh this woman did this or that woman or uh, this man did this. Like this when you when you when you you love someone you want to tell the world you want to scream into the rooftops but this is beyond loving god and being in a relationship with him this is now also about loving the rest of humanity loving the rest of god's creation and realizing that i can't keep this good news this wonderful thing this person this being that came into my life and changed me and before i used to want to do this and now i don't feel the the urge as much or now i don't even feel it anymore like if we we, as christians we need to realize that we have to do more it's the more the earth is crying now the more we need to stand up (laughs) and you know take our rightful place as ministers of this you know a share of the gospel and you don't have to Another thing that happens is when we start to realize, okay, there's a call on my life, right? Something the devil does very well is that he comes in and says, "But you are not qualified," hence the name qualified feature podcast, or you are not. How are you going to do this? And you don't have to. You don't have to have a podcast. You don't have to be on the pulpit. You don't have to have the things, the traditional things. That's write a book. You don't have to do any of these things the way god works is he's very specific with all of us and he has put certain things in us that can be used in our in our own unique ways to share the good news so don't worry don't freak out just recognize your place and then don't worry so much about how just turn to him and he will he will show you so yeah just what has what has been happening lately has been such it's like a punch in my gut and like in them the world needs god and and how and we are christians we are on christians with twitter and um, twitter you know talking to each other and like we are all just each other, and that's all cool and fine you know we are all supposed to help each other out but there's a whole lot outside there you know a whole lot people have so much evil and stuff inside of them and it's a sin problem so that, that will always you know exist till the end of this natural time but so we have to realize that we can't get comfortable we have to find ways to reach these people to say this isn't okay because you can try to you can try to that's why when you're talking to someone that is a non-believer you can't just appeal to their natural to their mind like some people try to you know use sense like okay if i come up with a well-crafted argument of why this thing is evil and why people shouldn't do it they will stop it might work for two seconds but the only way that people get transformed is beyond arguments. it's beyond let me show you why. i know it's another thing and that's where god comes in that's where the holy spirit comes in and so yeah i've just been lately i've just been reminded that god is the solution for any and everything including rape including racism including because he really just when you become a child of god he changes your perspective he changes your outlook he changes your desires and so if we had more people getting constantly reformed on a day, transformed on a daily basis, then I would like to think that the the level of evil will go down. And so, but obviously this is not to say that there isn't you know, a need for justice against this, these people. I saw this tweet that said, you know, you can receive God in jail. <laughs> you can give your life to God in jail. And that's very true because God is a just God. So obviously there's a place for justice, but I don't know if I've I've probably said this in another episode where I talked about how, you know, the the, the scum of the earth, the rapists, the murderers, the kidnappers, the ritualists, yes, there should be, you know, they should be um, made to pay for what they've done, right? No doubt. But because we, we are Christians and we are existing as not just human beings, not just in this physical body, but realizing that there's eternal life, there's more to this time god also cares about their soul also cares about them so yes you let okay you can say yes this person has raped someone this person has killed someone let them go to jail but even in that jail even in that whatever form of justice made out to them god is still like i still want them to know me because some people go to jail right and people think okay jail can yeah, Reform people and make them see the error of their ways and come out and do differently. But and that, but that doesn't always work because jail sometimes, a lot of times, can harden you. And so when you come out, you come out twice of the monster that you were. And that doesn't doesn't to say that people that have done bad things shouldn't go to jail. But the point I'm trying to make is, even then, even these people still need God. They still need that. Is, that really is the only way because. Yes, you might not want to do things so you don't get caught. Yes, you might not want to be wicked so you don't get caught. But this God thing is different. This God's way is different because it's not just don't do this so you don't get caught. It's almost like I'm lifting you to, I'm calling you to a higher level. Yeah, it's not just now I want to, I'm living by this moral code of con- of conduct. But now I'm living by God's standard. So I'm not going to hurt someone not just because, you know, I don't want to get caught. But also because I love my father, right? And God created this person, right? And I just, God says I shouldn't do it. And so, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to hurt someone. And then, going beyond, going beyond, you know, God being the solution for all of this. There's also a need. And this is the path that many people don't want to hear. There's also a need for forgiveness. And if you have been sexually assaulted, if you've ever been sexually harassed, whether a man or a woman, this is the part where you might be tempted to talk to them and say, "Oh, I was with you until now." But the reality is, when you don't forgive someone, like forgiveness is not about the person; it's about you. It's more about you because when you hold on to all that bile and hate that of this thing, at this thing, at this person, because of this thing that they did. That person goes on to live their life. They are still out there doing terrible things. But you are in here carrying this poison in your heart. Carrying this bile in your soul, in your heart. And it's just... You are not living the life. You are not free. You are not You are not light. You are not living the life that God has called you to live. Because you are holding on to this anger and grudge. And it's, it's turning your tummy. It's, you might not realize it. You might never know that this is the root of all your your problem but it really unforgiveness just messes with you in ways that we, we don't always see or fully understand so while there is you know room for justice and all of that there's also a need for forgiveness and healing because when you forgive then true like healing really starts to happen and you can slowly let go of trauma and I have to say that I'm not just someone saying this like someone doesn't get it. Trust me, I get it. <laughs> I get it. I don't want to go into all all the, you know, the gory details. And it's not just it's not just the the person. It's not just how I put it. There are levels to this forgiveness, right? I remember when my own incident happened. I went months. There was mother god. Then I wasn't even I was a Christian by name. I wasn't I wouldn't say I was a believer. So I went, Mon, I was mother matter? I got like, how would you let this happen to me? Because in that situation, it wasn't, I didn't pull my, like, I wasn't in a situation where anybody could have said, you know, well, maybe some, obviously some people could have said it, but I, it wasn't how that, it was a situation where I was, where I was trying to help someone. So I felt sort of justified to say, I wasn't trying to be mean to this person. I, I didn't willingly put myself in harm's way. So what did I do? and that's the thing sometimes when these things happen to women are raped or people are raped or people are sexually assaulted you start to personalize it and say what was it about me that made this person feel like you know they could do this thing to me and trust me don't think like that don't personalize it like this is something that happened to you but it's not all there is to you and it didn't happen because of you it happened because of the person's twisted self so just remove that from yourself this isn't this isn't your fault this isn't something you brought on yourself because there is something on this there's something inside of it that is undeserving of you know anything good no just get out of your mind so going back to my own incident there was just this thing inside of me where i was like i'm so mad at you because i can't be i went it was like for months of that after that i was living in eight days. In if i remember that day it happened on I think the last day of a year, like December thirty first of a year. And uh my auntie dragged me to church for what they call it, crossover night, right? Everybody was thanking God that they had made it through the year and everybody was happy, but in my head I was just thinking, God, why me? Like what was it about me? (laughs) Like, why is it that you don't love me? Is it that you hate me? So, for months after that, I remember just being mad at God. And I'm sure for a lot of people that have been in that situation, you also have been like, God, I paid my tithe. If you're a Christian, you're like, God, I paid my tithe. I I read my Bible. Like, I do what I'm supposed to do. So, why me? So, we're going to talk about forgiveness. We have to start from there that you have to forgive (laughs) God. I don't know if this sounds right, but it really is true. You have to kind of because it's it's not God's fault. You like to almost like sometimes you're like, okay, it's not your fault, but why didn't you protect me? And I have to say, that I've come to learn that there are some things I will never understand on this side of time. So it is what it is. But years later, when another incident happened to me, I wasn't. Sexually assaulted in this situation but I was kidnapped by ritualists and I remember being in that situation Now I was a believer so the situation was different. It wasn't like before where I was just a Christian by name I was a believer and so it was different and so I was able to bring God into the situation with me and That situation reminded me Of the need to intercede for the lost And I've said this in you know, a few minutes ago for the lost uh, Souls on earth where for the people that people think are the scum of the earth. So, let's not get skyline. Going back to forgiveness, let's just leave that there. Maybe I'll come back to it. But going back to forgiveness, you have to forgive God. You have to forgive yourself. And just really put it. And then at some point, you have to forgive the person that did it to you. Because I've come to realize that people do better if they know better. For some, for a lot of people, because you are racist, certainly you cannot imagine someone else's. And this is not to make excuses, or this is not to say that they were right to do anything to you. Or No, this isn't to say that. This is just... Um, it's, it goes back to that thing I said about being a, about a problem. So, in, in as much as I'm a solution-oriented person, I'm also a white person. I like to know why does something happen. And if you look at all the bad things that happen in the world, and start to actually not just look at it, but try to trace it to the roots. It's a very complex conversation that I'm not even going to... Uh, I don't know my brother, but I should go into it. It's really deep and complex, but back to this. You have to forgive these people. And beyond forgiving them, you have to pray for them that they will come to know God for themselves. And I know that hurts, I know that stinks. Like, you don't want to, trust me. I did not want to. I was like, no. <laughs> I was like a child that, you know, the mother wanted to collect, the daughter told to do something. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I do I'm not doing it. And uh, I remember seeing this Instagram post of a lady called Dini that used to come to my church, the tribe. She was talking about her own experience and how she felt when God told her to forgive those people. I was just like, why? Like, you, 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 because you're like I didn't do anything and you really didn't you didn't do anything to deserve what happened and then God is like because God is so good and God, God is his goodness is on a whole other level that we might not fully understand on this side of you know of time God is like forgive them because he realizes that <laughs> I don't know why I use that kind of <laughs> voice because he realizes that unforgiveness hurts you more than that person that person has moved on with their life that person is living your best life, which might still involve, you know, raping and doing you know, terrible things that they, they did to you or whatever. And so, but God realizes that you holding on to that hate, you holding on to that by of hurt, you, way more than the person that did that thing to you. And so he's like, let it go. Forgive. And so, yeah, there's room for forgiveness. And when you start to forgive, because I have learned that sometimes forgiveness is not a one-time thing where it's like, I have uh, forgiven someone and that's it. that works sometimes. But there's sometimes it's like a gradual process until a place of total healing. When you start to when you start that process and there's healing, then there is you can start to live your life unblemished again. You can start to not see yourself as broken, as 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 messed up as all these other things. Like God can really come in and slowly clean you up and uh, well clean you up um, um uh, quickly clean you up depending on the process and You can be whole again, and so (laughs) my final words for this episode is that with this rape thing, with racism, and just evil in many shapes, in many shapes and form forms, God is the solution. We as Christians need to realize that and scream this good news from the rooftops and be like, God is doing the way out. Yes, we need justice. Yes, we need um, people to stop rap- raping people. We need people that rape people to go to jail. We need all the evil to stop and we need, you know, all of these things. But ultimately, God is the only holistic solution to it. Because all these other, whether it's going to jail, whether it's people just, all these other things are like I say factions of a solution, but God is the only 100% solution, is <laughs> the only like total solution because he's the only one that can go in there and do work inside of us and make us. And this is everybody men, women, rapists, people that are not raped yet, people that I'm not even had have, have no interest in raping, but I have other things that the their uh, their the desire. He's the only one that can go in there and fix us and make us and change our desires and work on us and, and totally transform us into people that we didn't know we could be people that are like him. So and it's the only person that can go in there and make us forgive even the worst people the worst people that have done the worst things to us. He's the only person that can I don't know you've seen those stories online where maybe uh, um, Cop kills a black person, a policeman kills a black person, and then maybe in, in, uh, in court or wherever, the black person's family forgives the policeman. Now, for the natural mind, that makes no sense. Like, it's almost like, what are you doing? But when God is in a situation, when God is in us, we do things. And maybe by that forgiveness, then that person is like, okay, how not like this physically this person should be shouldn't be able to forgive me i did something really terrible to them and there maybe be sparks in a conversation and desire to want to know more about how could you get to a point where you could forgive me <sighs> so i don't repeat myself again ultimately for me i have realized that god is the solution i can either continue to get hurt because i'm like oh my god there's just this sense of you know hopelessness like how can why will people, you know, feel like this and is will people ever stop you know certain men ever stop feeling like they own, you know, they have a right to a woman's body to be able to do whatever it is they, they want to do to them. is is either I continue to feel like that and just die there and just you know, be covered in this sense of hopelessness, like there's nothing mm. I can do or realize that I'm lucky. Because I already have the solution, and now my 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 place is to tell that people about the solution that I have, and this is really the only thing that can solve the problem. Because all the other, all these other things, you get justice for someone, right? But that person has. Either been killed in the process, or they're still walking around with those scars, or they're still walking around with the unforgiveness. And that person is in prison, but doesn't mean the person is being renewed. Doesn't mean the person is being transformed. They could go in there and see the error of their ways. That happens sometimes, but I don't think it happens all the time. Or they could come out hardened to do even more evil. And so, for those two people, God is the solution. God is the solution for the person. That thinks that they have a right to do whatever they want to do to to uh, a woman's body because that person is perverted. That person, that person's reasoning is perverted, and so only God can go in there and clean it, like almost like I don't know, only, only, in a way that only He can, and change that person, and then that person can go on to share the good news to someone else. And then for someone that has been sexually assaulted, for someone that's had you know been I mean on the other side, only God can go in there and make the person feel whole again. Because when something so painful so violent has happened to you it can take away it can shatter your sense of self and make you feel broken and make you feel like you will never ever be whole again and only god not like obviously there's place there's room for um, therapy inside and inside there and all these other things but i believe that only god because even he will now direct you to what kind of uh, therapist you even go to see and all these other forms of um all of things that you can do to to start or complete the, the uh, healing process. But I believe that only God can fix you from the inside out and make you see that, yes, this thing happened to me, but I am still whole. I, in spite of this, I am still complete. and In spite of this, I am still the person that God created me to be. <sighs> With these few words of mine, I hope I've been able to convince you <laughs> and not confuse you that God is the solution for evil to evil in every shape we are from. So I really would like to continue this conversation in the comment section comment section. So if you have, you know, something you'd like to add, share, just hit me up in the comment section and we can continue uh, the conversation. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you know as if you are already a believer that this sparks something in you to want to keep spreading this good news because we can't get comfortable and there is so much evil in the world and now more than ever we need to rise up and you know spread this good news. Until next time. Bye.